Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. Today, Holy Mother Church around the world celebrates the great feast of the Holy Family. So it begs the question, what makes them holy? Well, what I want to do in this short time is attend to some of the stories about the Holy Family so we can learn you know, why they are holy and how we can, in our own way, imitate them in holiness in our families. Now, look at St. Joseph first. I would say he stands in a long line of Old Testament dreamers. It begins with Joseph in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, as he learns to interpret dreams. Next comes Daniel. He's also able to interpret dreams, even though he and the Israelites are living in Babylon in captivity as slaves. And so in the Bible, dreams were privileged means of divine communication with our biblical heroes. Now, we know Joseph, he didn't follow his own plans. Instead, he followed the plan of God as revealed to him in a dream. Now, Joseph, as a young man, I'm sure he had a lot of hopes and expectations, like all young people do, on how he wanted his life to be lived out and what he wanted to do. And yet, he was willing to set all those plans aside in favor of what God was asking him to do even when this would cost him. In fact, if you look at what Joseph was being commanded to do by God, you could say it's somewhat dangerous business. Well, we hear in that one story that in the middle of the night, Joseph is dreaming, and in the dream, angel tells him to get up immediately, take Mary and Jesus as the baby, and head into Egypt because Herod is trying to kill the baby. And Joseph does just that. And so they live there for several years. Joseph receives another dream. And in that dream, the angel tells them that Herod is dead and now it's safe to go back to Nazareth. And so Joseph takes Mary and Jesus and they travel back to Nazareth, their hometown. Now, all this time, Joseph is being directed by a higher will, the will of God. And see, now we are getting a clue to what makes the Holy Family holy which is the attention to the higher will of God in their life and following it. Let's look at Mary. Again, Mary, as a young woman, she has all her hopes and expectations and dreams ahead of her. You know, as far as who she would marry, how many children she would have, where they would live. And then she receives an even more startling news of God's will when she receives the visit from the angel Gabriel. Gabriel essentially lays out this extraordinary plan that God has for Mary. Can you only imagine hearing those words for the very first time? Mary must have been shocked and astounded. And hearing them from such a messenger as an angel, and not just an ordinary angel, an archangel. 
Now, Mary's life, you could say, was interrupted. And out of the blue comes this overwhelming invitation by God. Now, Mary didn't truly understand the gravity of these plans that God had for her. Which is why she asked the angel, how is this possible? Well, I'm sure she had no idea what this would entail. Now, we hear that Mary treasured all these things in her heart, which means she went over all these events that she experienced again and again and again. But she didn't fully know how this was all connected to God's big plan and his big picture. I don't think any of us could. And yet she recognized this word of God that was spoken to her by the angel was the will of God. And so she reordered her entire life according to God's will. And see, that's why she makes that great proclamation of faith. Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. See, at that moment, she surrenders to God's will, and she aligns her will to God's will. Just like Joseph, she gave up all of her plans that she had for herself and turned them over to the higher power, to the will of God. Now, what's interesting, Joseph, he listens to the word of God communicated to him through dreams. Mary listens to the word of God through an angel. Now, neither Joseph or Mary understood the full plan of God. As I mentioned, no one really could. And neither of them could possibly understand the ramifications of saying yes to God. But they still surrendered to him. Now, often I say, your life is not about you. Well, that's what Joseph and Mary acknowledged. You know, the saints, too, are the ones that get it. You know, once they know the will of God, they change their lives accordingly. Well, now we're getting a clearer sense of what makes the Holy Family holy. Last, consider Jesus. Now, turn to the gospel for this feast. One of the earliest stories that we have of Jesus is today's gospel, when he's still a baby and not an adult. Now, if you study Matthew and Luke, you know that both have what we call infancy narratives, stories of how Jesus was born. But then all of a sudden they cut that off, his life, and they fast forward until he's an adult. Well, if you look at Mark's gospel, Mark doesn't even include any of these infancy narratives on how Jesus was born. Mark begins his gospel with Jesus being baptized by John in the Jordan. So these stories about Jesus' early life are unique, and we must pay attention to them. Remember the story of the finding in the temple. Jesus, he's coming out of his adolescence. He's now a teenager, and he stays behind in the temple after his family and his friends have worshipped God and now are heading home. And he's conversing with the scholars of the temple. He's asking them questions, and he's answering their questions. Finally, Mary and Joseph find Jesus, and they complain to him about what he put them through, the anxiety and the fear. Notice what Jesus' response to them was. He says, Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I must be in my Father's house? Now, don't misunderstand this. Jesus loved Mary and Joseph dearly. But his life was not about their plans that they had for him. Instead, at a very early age, 
He knew the will of the Father and chose it. And now we get a first glimpse of Jesus directing his whole life to following the will of the Father in heaven. See, this is what makes the Holy Family holy. To realize your life is not about you. To place your entire self into God's hands. It means to be in the passive voice in which you're listening to God and God is the active voice calling out to us. See, that's why Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are the Holy Family. Now, granted, we don't know much about their personal lives or how they live their day-to-day lives. The Bible doesn't tell us that. But what the Bible does tell us is that each person in the Holy Family manifested, in their own way, precisely this quality of surrendering to God and to God's will. And because of that, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are the Holy Family that we pattern our families to. Now, here's the challenge for us, to nurture and promote the will of God for each family member. Now, you say to yourself, well, how do we do that? How do we turn our lives over to God, just like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph did? Well, a good question to ask yourself is, what is prompting you to live out the virtues in your life? The virtues of patience, prudence, kindness, forgiveness. Whatever is prompting you to live out those virtues by thought, word, and deed, that's the voice of God in you. Why? Because Jesus embodied all those virtues. Now, is it easy? No, not at all. You know, Thomas Merton gives us that great piece of advice. He says, if you have two choices in life, the first choice is the easy life. Easy life, easy decisions. The second choice is a challenging life with challenging decisions. Merton says, always choose the second choice because that's God's will. That is the one in which you give yourself over to God, just like the Holy Family did. Therefore, all members of a family must nurture and support each individual member's calling by God so that they can serve the will of God in their way. See, when that happens, then yes, we truly will be imitating Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.